0: Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly, Nick of George here with fifty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Or Metacritic.
1: <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Take that enthusiasm, replace Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> with Metacritic. Darkwater. What year is this movie? Two thousand four. Two thousand and four. Jennifer Connolly. John C. Riley. G- right? Pete Costaway. Uh, like this the, the cast actually turned out to be Amazing and interestingly varied people, but you hadn't seen this movie,
0: no. So what? What I wanted to say was, I, I wanted to go into this movie because it's funny. <laughs> While I was working today, I was I was thinking like. Oh, we're gonna watch this movie called Dark Water. There's definitely gonna be water in it, but I imagine like an o- big open sea, like boat uh, movie, or like something an open like water. That. Yeah, yeah. I did not expect this. Forty-seven meters down. But tell everyone because this is what hooked me immediately. So I tried to know as little as possible. Yes. But what you and Alex were talking about before record or before watching the movie uh-huh. really sold me. Who? So tell everyone who the guy who wrote this, what he did.
1: Right. So Koji Suzuki wrote the ring, and then you know, obviously is a big part of how why the whole j horror thing kicked off here, but or at least in whatever incarnation you want to count that. I mean, we did a whole episode on Baba so like, don't have to sell me. But the thing is that what this guy did was it, it this turns into Darkwater turned into, I guess, I, I thought of it as the let me in. Uh, of the remakes of the American remakes of the of kind of like that cycle, the ring, the grudge, and darkwater, right? Is that what you're talking about?
0: Well, just the fact that it's the guy who wrote the, the Ring. right, <laughs> like, right. Like, well, that was, so that you know sold. what
1: can we just jump into this now because this th- what's amazing to me is that's what worked against this movie when it came out. oh, and it's working for the movie for you now. I asked which you, before is so the movie interesting. Started, I
0: was like, are we gonna get like? the same feeling Mm -hmm. of the ring and you're like yeah and this movie you get a little so there's a few things that i got first of all i already i I just want to spoil everyone so this is 80 percent. like i know we (laughs) do that for the ending but like i love this movie so much i just i had to Uh, jump uh, the gun and just just, say bam bam all right beautiful 80 percent like this movie i just went nuts for this movie um so i i was wondering wondering to know or wanting to know if Mm -hmm. we got some of the ring vibes I also got Studio Ghibli vibes. Mm-hmm. And there was another movie. Oh, this is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know I know I'm stuck going a 1000 miles an hour, go, but go. like it's, like this is probably one of like my favorite movies I think we've done for Halloween. <laughs> it's up there. It's not my favorite. I love it. Uh, but like as far as like a dark mystery goes, like this is like spot on. like I just told Alex next day we get a rainy day in LA, I want to watch Coraline. Yeah, I see, but I might want to watch this now. But I mean, but I got the
1: these, <laughs> this is freaky out on your wall next to us while you're. It's very oh, it is kind of weird, dark, watery. Right this next piece to of us. art. Okay.
0: Um, so follow me on this journey. Yes, the last movie we watched two nights ago mm-hmm. was Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, my first time seeing it, David Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I, I just I I think I saw the other one he did, Boogie. Boogie Night? No, that's, that's Paul Thomas Sanderson. American <laughs> it, Hustle. Yes. Um, I got a lot of similarities between Silver Linings Playbook really? and this. So both of them are people dealing with mental trauma that has more than likely been passed down by their family.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Whereas
0: Silver Linings Playbook deals with it externally. I felt like this movie took that kind of trauma and dealt with it internally. No
1: kidding. Wow. That's amazing to me that you got that from this because... I remember this. I remember loving the movie, but I wondered what would happen if someone hadn't seen those movies in a while, or like hadn't seen it at the time and came to it fresh.
0: And the fact that you love that, had to, well, so right? I bring this up for a reason. So I know I always talk about when I watched Buried with Ryan Reynolds, how like it, it made me feel okay, uh, like short of breath. American or not, American Hustle, uh, Silver Linings Playbook made me. Uh, um, I reacted really weird to it. Like it like it kinda of made me panicky a little bit. Which is the whole point the whole point of it. And Alex felt the same way. She was like, I love this movie when it came out. But then halfway through Alex paused and was like, Can I get popcorn? And I was like, Oh thank God. <laughs> like I needed a break from no it. And Alex kidding. was reacting to it um, to it as well. Um, that is so interesting. But I just I just kept thinking about that movie while watching it's because of how people are dealing with their own trauma.
1: Right. Right, right, and it was giving you the similar kind of vibe because so she's trying to hold everything together, but it's it's all disintegrating, right? That feeling, yeah, right, is there? And silver lining playbook, okay, go ahead.
0: But anyways, so I got Studio Ghibli vibes. Yes, I also got a weird mix of. uh, it also felt kind of like Silent Hill. It does absolutely does.
1: I, it, a lot of why, why I love Silent Hill is why I
0: love this movie. And then the last thing that I I, I was getting... I keep saying vibes. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> what am I, I'm not going to talk about astrology afterward. That's such a tourist. <laughs> like, um, you, what you had mentioned before watching was you kind of compared him... To Stephen King and his "Neck of the Woods," mm-hmm. where the writer, just the the, the writer right, of, yep. this, of this of the story, and and you said uh, the 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 ring would be his, uh, carry right, so, right right. If, if the ring is carry,
1: then this would be the shining,
0: and that hotel right. that or that hotel. I keep calling the hotel, but that apartment right. building. Yep. There's, I feel like, for as many horror movies as we watch, there's. Not enough where we talk about the location being Mm -hmm. a character, Mm -hmm. and this place is creepy. It's dirty. It's wet. You can smell it. It Smells like mold. Smells like a humidifier I haven't cleaned in six months.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everything that's happening right now is amazing to me. So we, because we haven't, we we just watched this movie. We're hot on it. Right, exactly. And honestly, it's known in horror. I mean, it's fifty-one percent. So it's known in horror for being relatively slow. I found out the director. Was really influenced by Rosemary's Baby, which makes a lot of sense because a lot of why you Rosemary's Baby wouldn't work for you if this movie doesn't work for you, right? Right. But, but th- th- it probably pertains across both movies, right? But if it were if they work for you, then they're going to work for you, right? So the fact that this worked, worked. for you,
0: <laughs> it worked. Like
1: no, but here's the thing that's blowing my mind is so this movie is sitting almost at the average point, right? Like fifty-one percent. It's almost fifty percent. It's almost just like. The horror equivalent of a shrug. And I think a lot of people took this movie as kind of a generic cash grab at the J, you know, horror excitement or whatever. Yeah, because so, when I was
0: looking for it, the the mm-hmm. Japanese version came up. Right, right. And it of was course. like way highly. Right, <laughs> way right, uh, right, of course.
1: So, right, and I think because it's 50% and because of how horror fans take it, they think of it as generic. But the setting of this movie has always gripped me. I've seen this movie like four times. And I love the setting. I love how it's shot. I love what takes place in it. I know a lot of it's horrible, right? But but there's something about... This would be a great haunt for me, right? Which is weird because that's not how people take this movie at all. That's not how horror fans think of this movie at all. They would they would be like, I would pay exactly $1 to go through a dark water haunt. But I think that's oh, wrong. I think I I'd pay, I I'd pay because...
0: $10 to see the actor who's playing John C. Riley. <laughs> and over <laughs> here, you got the foyer. That's
1: what I'm saying, right? You got to, you get to call Murray. That's going to be a fun experience. You get to try to get your leak fixed. And this guy who's totally, you know, I mean, he's completely a malignant a handyman, whatever his job is supposed to oh, be. He's not. Terri- he's, ter- ter- he's absolutely terrible. He's like, I do
0: these three things. And then you like, you never see him to like, any of
1: it <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. And it, but there's and there's a deeper thing that I'm sure we'll get to, but I, I just want to finish with what you're cause your energy and how you're going with whatever, but just remind me because there's a deeper thing about her being surrounded by a whole assortment of kinds of types of men that just let her down. <laughs> right. But go okay, so th- this movie hit you, which is amazing. like you know and how the I fact love that atmosphere. you love the atmosphere when people think it's generic is amazing. Oh dude.
0: It's For the people who said that, you got to rewatch it because (laughs) I mean, there's a shot where Jennifer Connolly's like sleeping on the couch in the middle of the day, and Mm -hmm. it's like a shot of her living room and like the amount of heavy rain in the background. It's like the most comforting shot (laughs) in a horror movie. But I do see, I do, so I will be honest. I, I, I do, as I said, as a horror movie, is it really. Like a horror, movie, right? It's that. It's that weird. I hate this line because it's such right. an arbitrary like go. discussion. But it's that. Is it like? Here we go. Is it the dark mystery? No,
1: I can't believe you're gonna know. It's not. I'll be honest, mystery. but I'll, I'm just gonna right.
0: be real because the people who listen to yeah, this podcast no, probably want something that's very scary. Sure. This well, is no. End. I mean, this is not very but. scary, but it's there's. I don't know what it is. I find it's this movie terrifying,
1: but in the way that I find repulsion terrifying, it's about. A, like a mental breakdown. It's not all in her head. It's not, this is not what's this kind of movie or whatever, but it does feel like that. It's built like that. It rides like that. It's that kind of car. But here's, or, but here's my argument. Uh, I thought, so I thought about this while okay. we were
0: watching, because I knew you were going to yep. have this reaction to yep. it. If Roman's, so for people in LA, Roman's is a bookstore uh-huh. in Pasadena.
1: I, I know where you're going. If love they
0: it. had to play it, if they did movies, <laughs> say they flipped it to movies. Sure, yeah. If you wanted to find dark water, sure, we know sure. where we find it. Right. Next to that wine bar, right across <laughs> from it is the horror section. Yes. So I, it's so right. I, it's not lost to me that that is where I mentally I, placed.
1: I, it. Right, right. Okay, you're right. And that this argument's dumb. Totally, I agree with you. It it is horror, and it's not horror. It's also dark mystery and dark thriller. Yes, Cl- clearly, totally. It's it's just like part of train to of to feels to me like a James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fast moving parts. <laughs> right. But, well, what's action set in a trade and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, i you know, watching Spectre. What's happening here. Right. But, and, and that part doesn't feel like horror, but I mean, it, it is horror and that's fine. It's the, it's absolutely not scary in the way that you would be looking for. If you wanted to get scared by a movie, like whatever your taste was, right? If you're trying, if you needed something with, with bite, if you're like, I want to see the Eden Lake kind of slasher and not the fun, you know, corny kind of slasher. Th- th- this is not it. This no, is, this is not going to. I keep take... thinking of Neil Gaiman. Right, right. The atmosphere is fuzzier and and softer. It's more foggy. It's this happens on to me on our podcast a lot. But again, it feels like American Hammer. If, if there was an American yep. Hammer version of whatever New York circa Rosemary's Baby time to wherever this movie set time, that whole swath of time in New York of horror movies... They look like this, right? Right. They have this atmosphere, whatever that atmosphere is. And instead of the hammer fog, we have the Stephen comes out of dirty laundromats, (laughs) right? Instead of, you know, the hammer lightning and thunder, we have the incessant pounding of the L train going by your (laughs) window for your apartment. You spent $3,000 a month for 10 square feet or whatever, right? Like, this is American New York hammer. That's got that atmosphere, but it nails it.
0: The isolation was also right. John John C. Riley's character, the guy who runs this apartment, the landlord, (laughs) who's super, who's who's one still so funny because of how slimy he's (laughs) being. Completely, Um, it really got to me how he kept mentioning the island. Right, I just like man, it feels so lonely over here. Like it's like they just put in a pizza place here on the island. <laughs> like man, right? I feel like I'm alone. <laughs>
1: the isolation is real, which is interesting. Post, you know. Like having, having a movie that was made before the pandemic and watching it, you know, wherever we are now is interesting because there were too many, I thought the isolation was, I was going to have an interesting take on it, but I didn't at all. It didn't have, the pandemic had no relevance to this movie because there's so many people moving about their daily lives in the background. It doesn't feel like that. She's super isolated but you feel that because of the most important thing we should talk about about this movie which is her goddamn performance yeah. are you kidding me this good. is this is like whatever you like you got to you got to think of so i i would take a lot of what what you get from the the character dynamics in The Shining. So Jack Nicholson's performance, mm-hmm. Shelley Duvall's performance. I'd add some of the bartender because you get the vibe, whatever. And this movie has all three of those in one like performance of hers. She's kind of, of the monster in some of the parts, which you don't expect. She's kind of like the threat or possibly the villain. Um, and she takes on that look all of a sudden and then takes on the look of like she, I mean, there couldn't be enough people in the city to save her. Her life is <laughs> in right. such, what such chaos, which is not her fault. So that that swing of of you know being vulnerable to the swing of being the threat to the she's doing that mid scenes. It's unreal, <laughs> kind of what's happening there. Her chemistry with with all the characters. Um, they don't. They don't give her a lot of to work with. With some of them, like her relationship to Doug Ray Scott, her ex husband or soon to be ex husband or wherever the hell they are in that the status of that. Prince Charming from Ever After. Exactly. They don't. <laughs> they don't give a lot of details for that. And his performance relative to her doesn't have a lot of chemistry.
0: But she's like a thousand times. You know what believable. I will say though. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job at their relationship as a couple. They did because at the beginning of the movie, he's doing that very. You know, it's it's almost every horror film. If someone's getting divorced, the husband always has to be this over the top jerk. So he does that. But then, like, they kind of connect on a few things, mm. and then by the end of it, they're you know they're not going to get back together. But they, I don't know. They kind of handle the relationship like adults right. in this movie, <laughs> right. as opposed to like handling it. Like well, I think look.
1: that's a big part of what's happening in the subtext of this movie. Right? Is like the 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 true terrors of this. The, it, it's impossible. I I cannot stress to you enough how it's impossible. There's a there's a meme that lives inside this movie, but it'll never turn into a meme because the movie's not popular enough and the the image wouldn't be striking. enough. There's a moment where Jennifer Connolly, who's dealing with these incessant leaks in her apartment, and she finally gets everything settled. She's worked through three incompetent men phone calls to get like a a fingernails worth of progress on her problem. And then she's sitting in the apartment and you hear the drip, that one sound (laughs) and the look on her face. It's the, it's the Mount Rushmore of exasperated. I'm gonna snap. Looks. No one has ever done that look better than she does this in this movie, uh, but but for nothing because no one cares about this movie. It's just there for in, in this amazing performance. This movie
0: needed more Tim Roth to take care of. Oh him. my God, the lawyer. Can we talk
1: about <laughs> the car? The car lawyer.
0: He was great. <laughs> He was
1: amazing working out of his
0: car. You, were like, you'll, you you couldn't remember the name off the top of your head. And I was still the whole time I'm like, who's the actor going to be? And then it was Tim Roth. I was like, this movie's got Tim Roth. This movie's got everything. This, this just keeps giving.
1: I and love he, it. He he won't work in his office because it was just painted. And he can't, can't stand, stand the smell. fumes. So he's driving around New York, sometimes with clients, sometimes with assistants. Everyone's, everyone sometimes.
0: was just getting new shit painted in this movie, too. They just painted the Constantly. apartment. Yep. They were going to do this to brighten it up. Yep.
1: Well, actually, so I, I'm glad you said that because I, I I'm going to get deep for one second and then I'll back off. I swear, but it that for the same reason that I like The Witch, which is also a divisive movie. Mm-hmm. There's something I like about the fact that. You could just see. So there's a there's a book that became a series. It's, I don't know how well known this is now, but it was called the world without the world
0: without. Hey, say chicken noodle soup. For the
1: soul. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear? You ever heard about it? <laughs> ever heard about chicken noodle soup? For, no, horror chicken noodle soup for the soul. <laughs> um, but no, so <laughs> never mind. I, I can't remember. <laughs> no, hold no, on. no. I want to. I your to go with this. Okay, hold on. Where was I? What was I talking about? There was a
0: real famous book. There was a. I lost it. I'm on. Chicken. No,
1: no. I swear to God, I'm on. You can do the <laughs> no, I ruined. No, it's fine. I, I'll get. It'll come. We we're with
0: talking you. about the. No, we're gonna get there. Okay. Fresh coat of paint. Everyone's just painting things.
1: Right. Oh, okay. Right. World without us. So the world without us was this book that was what would happen if mankind just vanished. If we're all raptured. What would happen on Earth? And it's kind of surprising, it turns out, how fast everything falls the hell apart, right? So, like, New York City's overgrown and planet of the apes looking in, like, 90 years. Wow. You know, it, like, it doesn't last. Dubai's gone at 15, you know. Because if we're not around to maintain and fight it, whatever. And then in the book it goes, what's the main criminal? Like, if you had to name one criminal that wipes out all of mankind's creations after we, after we vanish in, like, a surprising amount of time, it's water. Like it gets into everything; it can't be stopped. You give it the slightest crack, and it just works its way in and breaks everything apart and dissolves everything and like whatever. That's why New York goes so fast, right? (laughs) right? So, so this movie really gives you that vibe. But there's these really cool shots where they're all surrounded, and you just see all these humans in the background just constantly doing something to fight back the elements all these umbrellas and people are hammering and putting up like plastic screens and the water just keeps coming and everything keeps breaking. And we keep cutting back to scenes where everything they just did was wiped out. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the water's just winning in the background everywhere and it can't be stopped. And the, and in the movie's not obvious about pointing it out, but it just gives you this like water claustrophobia. Right. That, that takes effect and puts you in the mindset of Jennifer Connelly's character While she's doing this amazing performance, the movie's doing you an amazing job of making you feel, like, saturated, (laughs) like like she was, right? That you just want to go to a desert and just roll around in some sand (laughs) after you watch watch this goddamn movie. And she's feeling like that all the time, right? So she just is kind of a stand-in for the constant human need to maintain, to have to write down a password or save it somewhere or fix this or replace that or my shoe just broke or my leg, like, whatever. And that feeling we have about how unstoppable that force is—that's like the true horror, yeah. right? That's a—that's the love. That's the—it's like Office Lovecraft. <laughs> that's crazy, <okay. laughs> right? Because like the other movie I was thinking was Dagon. There's so much rain in this movie, right? I right. wonder. There's like a fish queen somewhere, you know? Just right, right. Lurking it's around. It's like urban Lovecraft. Is like what if Lovecraft? What what if the if the greater forces of Lovecraft were like boredom and stubbed toes and annoyances of life instead of the elder ones. That's what this movie represents. And it does a great job of it.
0: <sighs> My, the other thing I liked yes, was, so Jennifer Connelly's getting divorced with the husband and she takes uh-huh. custody of the, the split with, yep. with the girl and she finds a school and she has like a cutout and she's like, this place has one of the best schools I love that they actually made the school and the teacher, like, super lovable and awesome. And right, you know totally. that it was going to be a great school. Because any other horror movie would be like, oh, the schools are so great. And then it cuts to mm-hmm. some run-down school and someone's getting Right, because bullied.
1: the movie did that joke, like, five times. John C. Riley would be like, oh, you're going to... Oh, my God, his tour of the apartment. He's was Where like, where's he... the second bedroom? <laughs> well, it's like a twofer, or whatever he called it. He had some name for it. What do you call it, the thing in the kitchen when they just fold out the table? He's like, Is... it's kind of a eat-in, for... when you're... sit-in,
0: <laughs> when dining room. In... It's good when you're entertaining. And then, boom, no cluster. I mean, it was amazing. But...
1: Sorry. Is the foyer closet?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that was his best line. It was, uh, it was His, uh, his comedic... best line during the showing was, was She's like, is this the closet? He's like, that's the foyer closet. It's like <laughs> you four feet away. You cannot <laughs> argue that
0: John C. Riley's one of the funniest people on the planet. Like- no, and I
1: was like, I was, that was funny because it struck me like if John C. Riley gets banned somehow from acting, knock out wood, it doesn't happen. But if something happened to him, he could do this job. He could really do this job in life. <laughs> well, it's life. funny. He's, he also,
0: it. When, he, when they first go to the. Um, apartment he was like yeah it was built by these two guys and it was a brutalist uh <laughs> yeah, it was thing. built in the brutalist style and but he's he was like it's built in 1870 but it's the same speech he gives will ferrell instead but he's like the house is <laughs> built by Colonel mustard <laughs> so i just was like oh my god every every movie John C rise and he has to give a brief history about whatever building he's in <laughs>
1: So I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know how many podcast episodes exist in the universe or online or are currently accessible about this film. I, I expect there were probably a smattering of three or four by some larger names like Bloody Horror or whatever. That might still be accessible but probably not a lot but none of them have this much laughter in them no. <laughs> why was this movie such a fun I, ride I don't this movie man. is not known for this it doesn't look like it should be fun <laughs> i don't think we've laughed as much in an episode in a while like, i don't but that was the thing is everything was fun the backpack mystery was fun the laundromat was fun. Right. dumb bill and steve from 4f were hilarious that the, the the kids and the payoff of them actually kind of working with a criminal conspiracy in the background with the with Doug Ray Scott's character. That was fun. Right? I and I also I do like that the movie didn't pull a punch. You know, it does have the lawyer sweep in and kind of actually throw some support behind her character, take some of the some of the weight of all the burdens with finally, um, which is a great relief moment, but it's it's not he, he he also tells her she's in crisis and calls in the middle of the night. And he's like, you know, I'm with my family. I can't I can't get away from my family right now or I'm divorced or whatever. And then they cut away and he hangs up and he's just in a theater alone. <laughs> like, he's also a liar. <laughs> like, everyone's letting Jennifer Connelly down in this movie perpetually. Even the guy who's sort of helping is also letting her down. So the movie didn't try to, like, you know, George Bailey him or make him perfect or, you know, whatever. So I, I like that it was... That that it was realistic. I mean, the movie's realistic enough to make me never want to live in her apartment building.
0: No, even if even if it's the only place in town for under under a thousand dollars. I mean, how many movies we watch were like? <laughs> it's funny. All the things that I'm quoting are all John C. riley's <laughs> Well, naturally. Yeah, there's not a lot. You know, I don't want to quote that little girl. Like, be my mom forever.
1: <laughs> Sassy was great, though. Her reaction to the apartment, the apartment building was awesome. Her reactions
0: mm-hmm. were great. The chemistry between the mother and daughter, like, you buy instantly. Totally. I don't know, man. Like, it's shot really well. The atmosphere is great. Um, the the music by, what's his name, Angelo? So it's
1: Angelo Angela battlemente which all is the amazing force behind Twin Peaks and a lot of other amazing things but the, his music is priceless when you get a chance to have him in a movie oh my god you know
0: what's weird is the last movie we did he did the score for it too has that ever happened in hello can we go that's true holy crap and no that can't possibly have happened before. oh man i wonder
1: that's cool that's great Just wow. wow but it's such a different feel that it didn't even occur <laughs> to me to put those two things together amazing
0: but, so the movie's great the acting's great right the photography great the, the editing's great the uh, special effects are cool? Yes.
1: The scare level is low, but the unsettled level is high and the, you know, if you you know, if if the kind of movie where the the it's not cuz it's not going to be it, it's Rosemary's baby really, mm-hmm. right? Rosemary's <laughs> baby is, is not scary. <laughs> Right, let's be honest. There's maybe two. So I, to me, Repulsion's scarier than Rosemary's Baby. If you're, if you're in that direction, but either way, this that that the one charge against this movie that would stick if you were a horror fan or whatever is if you're in the mood to be scared, this isn't it, right? But if you're in the mood to be unsettled, go for it.
0: Yeah, if you dig, if you dig the, if you like eighty percent rated, <laughs> oh geez, if you like the Studio Ghibli, if you like Silent Hill, check it out. Where would you rate it? Um, you know, the, the thing is I, I've lost some
1: interest in the rating of good or bad or whatever, but I, I'm going to invest this rating with more of, um, I find this movie strangely rewatchable. You know, there are movies that happens, you know, with, uh, that are sometimes it, we all share it. Sometimes everyone's like, Oh yeah, we all know that, you know, the shining is rewatchable, but, um, this movie is strangely rewatchable. Like, I I can do it like this. I've watched the Unborn like three times. I liked it least on the third, so it's it was starting to like diminish, right? This movie has gotten better every single time I watched it. So all I can do is say I kind of thought it was eighty going in, so I just have to move it to like eighty-two because it's it's getting better every time I watch it. It'll be eighty-six next time I.
0: Fifty is criminal.
1: Fifty one <laughs> right. is. Yeah, is you get that scale. Is, that scale is broken. This is a, this is a, 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 an interesting film with an amazing perform. I mean, it's not all amazing performances. But like a truly amazing performance at its heart. And uh, that's the thing. I, I just of all things to walk away from from this is, you don't get performances like this in any genre more than a few times a year. That that's it. I mean, th- there are only a few of these, so to not have this one in, because the movie's been lost, w- the only way that would make sense is if the movie was, movie was truly bad, and this movie is not. So, <laughs> welcome back in <laughs> Dark Water.
0: Real quick, we have something to plug. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, that's Horror Hotel. Oh my God, talk. Okay, so my fiance and her writing partner have a book coming out, like a like a like a. Like a real book, like a book book, like a book, 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 book. Like you know what I'm you know talking about? Like, yeah. like, it's, like, it's, like it's printed. It's got the like, like the, the cool ass company like logo on the back. Yes, yes exactly. Um, and I didn't know this. So it's called Horror Hotel Yes, by Victoria Fulton and Faith McLaren. Uh, and I, I, I'm just finally stopping out. Apparently, if you go to Barnes & Noble, you can get 25% off a pre-order. Uh, and it's called Horror Hotel, so you could imagine what's gonna happen. It's actually really weird that we're doing this movie because I... <laughs> one of the things they they based it off was the hotel Cecil mm-hmm. and the Lisa Lamb, the woman who was found in the in the, yep. in the water tank. This movie has a woman in a water tank, right? It's so
1: weird that this the timing of it's actually really
0: right because we freaking. just wandered our way through how low
1: can we go to this moment and now this movie and this book have come together so check both of them
0: out yeah and if 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 you follow us on Instagram I just posted a link to the book trailer mm-hmm. the book trailer is really good
1: and we'll, all that will show up on the Facebook the book bloggers, I mean because
0: a lot of book trailers suck but this book trailer <laughs> is no this book trailer it's really good I so like not only is it like you know, got a lot of atmosphere to it. Like the guy who made it really likes horror movies with atmosphere in it. I've also heard he's really handsome. Indeed. Uh, I've heard all these things. Uh, I, I did it. Check it out. It's, it's, I'm actually really proud of it. it was, I spent like a whole week on it in After Effects. It's like <laughs> adding layers. To shit. Yes, definitely
1: go check it out. It's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So, so check it out. It's called Horror Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the pre-orders or uh, for that deal for on Barnes and Noble I think ends on the 28th. What's today? Is it today the 28th? <laughs> no. 26. Okay. So you got you got you got two days on that. But the book officially comes out. I believe it's uh, February uh, 1st.
1: Maybe have got one day. This comes out. Tomorrow, from when we're recording it. So act fast.
0: Oh, that's right. Act very fast.
1: <laughs> act fast, fast. Oh, and if you didn't
0: act fast... Unless uh, we, you're dropping this tonight. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, we'll do it tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Lipson lips tells, lips tells me when it's right. But we are going to do uh, a couple signed copy giveaways. Yes. Uh, we're not sure how we're going to do it, but we are going to no, do it.
1: we, we are definitely going to do it, and we'll definitely show up first on the Facebook page, Facebook uh, Hello Weekly. So. Yeah, I'll
0: probably share it on Instagram, So, but like, be on the Facebook page for all the most updates. Well, it's going to
1: show up everywhere, but it's probably going to show up first the... the the giveaway part. Actually, the uh, trailer's gonna
0: show up first. I'm gonna post that. that, that oh, hell me. yeah. Just go
1: go find all the stuff. I I cannot wait for people to see the cover of this book and then it's read re-
0: it. it's really good. So like we've been doing the horror game online for a while, and there was a certain exorcist poster that came oh, out. It was like a, it was like a, a custom made exorcist poster, but mm-hmm. everyone posted it because it was really great. And if you saw it, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I knew the author, the designer's name, but that guy mm-hmm. did the cover for this and apparently he likes to incorporate skulls and everything I so there's it. like a cool skull on the hotel it's just it. it just looks really killer so look look for that Ad- admire the book cover give it a little pre-order mm-hmm. and until next time stay scary watch a bunch of horror movies read a bunch of horror books read a bunch of horror books stay dry and we'll talk to you next time.